Welcome back to a Tales of Two Bros. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. And this is our year in review of 2022. Spoilers. It is now the end of two. Adon is with me visiting uh, for the holidays. And we did this before. And now we're going to do it again to cap off the year 2022 of what we've seen since our last year in review, which is more like a year in review of our anniversary, but this is going to be now from the end of every year that we review. Be it Marvel, Star Wars, Throwback, the action, series, all that good stuff. Here we go. We have eight categories. We're going to go off with the easiest one and then decide which ones are the best that we viewed of that category. It was the last and what was a surprise. Let's go with our Throwback review. With our throwback review, we've only did two movies, Below and Avatar. The sequel already came out for Avatar. There's a series on Disney Plus streaming on Willow. Now, out of the two, which was your favorite? Willow. Yeah, you can argue that there's just some nostalgia, but if you take out the dated cinematography uh, for special effects, uh, it's still a very solid action. It works. Even though the, in the comparison... Guy or special effects. Willow Avatar knocks out of the park, but story or pace. I want not say originality, but I, I, I think Willow was more original than Avatar. Yes and no. I mean, you have the like I said, the premise of person wanting more, not more of money or something like that, but more. Of, I don't know the purpose. Avatar does it too, but you have the carbon copy of Dances with Wolves. And yeah. Here you have that mysticism, that little fantasy like Star Wars versus story by George Lucas. So you have that factor. But yes, I agree. So Willow is the better of the two, of the, of the throwback that is. Willow is the surprise of the two. Yeah, I, that's fair because if you haven't seen Willow before, like I've had friends that haven't seen it, they watched it and they were surprised by it. And then, uh, like, for those of you who have seen it, it holds up for the most part. And considering the movie came out in 88, and it's almost 40 years old, that's, that's impressive. So now our next category is action review. This is where, regardless of the story was bad or good, how was the action of it? And we have here is Fistful of Vengeance, Day Shift, Ray, and Bullet Train. Now, unfortunately... One of those I have not seen, and that was Bullet Train. It is currently streaming on Netflix. Out of those four, which was your favorite? I easily pray for me. That's, that's my favorite. It, it was closely followed by, it's going to be a toss-up between Day Shift or Bullet Train. The least, absolutely. Day Shift was a surprise. For me, action-wise, Day Shift, least was Fistful of Vengeance, even though it should have been the other way around with the talent they had in that movie. Horrible action scenes. And for me, the surprise hit was Prey. I didn't expect True. to have a good story behind the action or the action that supported the story. Yeah, there are some comparisons to the original Predator, but there are, have been so many Predator movies out there. I thought it would be just another eh, like a popcorn movie or just another two hours wasted. It was the opposite. It was not wasted. It was great. Back to back watching, um, willing to watch it in... And Native American tongue, I forgot the, the, the culture's uh, language it was called. Comanche. Well, there you go, Comanche. So I'm willing to watch it like that as well. 
uh, Fistful of Vengeance, least favorite, and that pisses me off because I wish it was better. Because it came from a source, a sequel from a series, Woo Warriors, and there had pretty good acting. Yeah. Yet, it was just like a made-for-DVD or VHS kind of movie. Pretty much. Now, movie review. A little more expansive. We have here is Lightyear, Avatar 2, Violent Night. I, well, here's the thing. Uh, I never saw Lightyear. Oh, that was you and Kim. No, I know that, but I thought you did. No, no. Okay. Never, I never got around to catch. But between uh, Violent Night and Avatar 2, it's the season for Violent Night. Now, even though Violent Night, the title indicates... On the money. Action. It is violent, it's, but it's the story behind it, and, and you get into the story, and then the action supports that story, so... But I find it as a whole a movie. It could be looked as action. It could be either or. It could be both categories. So what was your least favorite? Avatar 2. Yes, I have to agree with that. Avatar 2. You saw Avatar 1. You pretty much saw Avatar 2. A little more upgrades here and there in the story, but for the most part, not that much different. Yeah. Uh, Violet Knight is awesome. And for my surprise, it's light year because I didn't expect it to be that good and like the premise on Lightyear is that we're seeing the same thing as the boy in Toy Story I can't remember his name right now what made him like Lightyear is that movie so we're watching the same movie yes it's not Tim Allen as the voice would have been nice but again you have toys today you go like to any big store and they have the voice activation of the characters be it Captain America Iron Man is that it's not the same voice as some other actor putting his voice in. And that could be seen as that. Sure. So all movie that made him buy the light. This is the movie. So when you have that that in, in the beginning, then you can enjoy the movie. Andy. Andy, voice. there you go. And the boy, uh, the That's the boy. Now let's go into the stuff that we like. Series. Now there's a lot of series that we saw. The Boys. And that was like season one through... Yeah, we did all all entire series. And then we saw two series of E-Man and the Master of the Universe, Tekken Bloodline. One, then we saw two seasons. Technically, it's also one and a half. I still couldn't finish it. Cobra Kai, we did the whole series. Mm -hmm. We fixed that. And then we have season one of Lord of the Rings and season one of House of the Dragon. That's a lot of information. That's a lot of shows. Which one like? Uh, it, I would definitely say, like most, is probably the for me. Cobra Kai is closely followed by Cobra, and a surprise for me was Lord of the Rings. Is and I'm not the biggest Lord of the Rings. I found it very entertaining for me, and that puts the very least about them Samurai Rabbit. Really, you didn't like Samurai Rabbit over Tekken? Yeah, yeah, and and like I dare say, I'm the bigger anime fan. And like Tekken was on the bottom, near the bottom of my list. For me, best of the series, for nostalgia's sake, is Cobra Kai. That wins me over, especially first two seasons and then the last season. You had the fourth one. The third one is the worst season. The first two seasons was great. Got you more nostalgia factor. And then the characters come back and even get not stronger, but it goes back to, again, it returns back to nostalgia. And it focuses more back on to Daniel. And then Terry, bringing Terry, he's a one of the perfect bad guys ever captured. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, for the show, they do a good job of, like, making him a villain. At first, that, like, seems like he's trying to redeem himself, but he's he's a really good villain. Now, granted, the fighting, the action is pretty damn weak, and my opinion, it just is very basic. Asking them as black belts where their movements are very white bellish. Well, I mean, that's par for the course for... I understand that. But granted, in ancient Japan and stuff like that, not ancient Japan, but in the beginning of when body, though, there are white belts. After several years of training, white belt, they are given a black belt. For the most part, though, is white belt, white belt. You're a white belt until you're a black belt. Stuff, and now your real training begins. And then, after they, they wear a black belt in the tournament, but at the dojo, they're white belts. Oh, yeah. It was like, make up your mind. They're either black belts or they're white belts. There was no yellow, green, purple. There was no blue, no orange. Like, uh, like martial arts schools, many karate and taekwondo schools. But still, the story as a whole is great. It's worth a watch. My least favorite was, I'll say Samurai Rabbit, even though I, I love the fact that it was based off the comic book and the descendant of that character of the comic book. And it was too, it's directed for kids like five and yeah but i mean in in our defense we do watch a lot and uh you but i fell asleep you like taking bloodlines like i mean to for me like everything out of that so Tekken was your surprise yes because how i knit it was to the original game force material okay at the sound the movements are very similar or copied right from the video game at the spark when they make contact even the sounds the same sound effect in the video game so for me like that pretty true to his source now to star wars we only did like four reviews this six months it's rogue one which is really a throwback both are are ready to get to our preparation for andor uh-huh. and it was the obi-wan series and tales of the jedi as well as andor and there's, so there's one movie and there's three shows the best movie and <laughs> And surprise. It can't, can't, can't be the worst either, can it? It's a draw across all three categories. No, uh, Rogue One, nostalgia speaking here, like Rogue One was a surprise when I first saw it initially. I've been on the record that when that movie first came out before I watched it, uh, I was like, this was the movie we never asked for. But, and that was why I was surprised because it's a movie I truly love as a fan and still holds up for me. Well, I mean, since there's only one movie, why not? We can just mix it in. There's only one movie, and then there's three shows. Oh, so Rogue One, okay, fine. So same thing for me. Rogue One is, I love that movie. That's, to me, the true prequel of the Star Wars universe. There's only very view, very little of Jedi in it. There's no talk of Skywalker in that. Yes, you have Vader, and it's a different point of view. You have people trying to find the plans for the Death Star, for it destroyed. It was destroyed in not just externally but internally. Yeah. It was awesome. And then you have Donnie Yen doing his action in it. Which was and only like one moment, but still pretty still good. It was pretty good. And then you have Alan Tudyk doing the voice of the, the robot. I mean, that was awesome. Now for the series, for me, Andor, hands down, best one. One here of the three, Obi-Wan tells the Jedi Andor. Andor was both a prize and it was the number one. Your words? Tales of the Jedi. And uh, the reason I'm going with Tales of the Jedi... Well, no, it's... 
It's yeah, because explain that because I don't I don't, I disagree, but go ahead. It and that is very apparent. But Tales of the Jedi had episodes that I don't believe be there. Um and the parts that I liked, he did not. And uh <laughs> and pure fact is like it's not it, it's like it, I wish there was more to it. Where Obi Wan as it was slow and it was burning through in some areas got better as it progressed. It was like him in the show when he was, oh yeah, I'm rusty. I can't do my Force stuff. And then at, by the time he was done the show, he was able to do his Force stuff. We were liking him as his Force grew. Well, apparently I disagree. For me, Andor and Surprise as well. And it falls in line just like Aunt, uh, Rogue One. Hardly any Jedi in it. There's rumors that Jedi are in it, but in disguise. Still not the focus point. Yeah, just focus on Andor and other characters in the Star Wars galaxy. With him as, I guess, the lead, where how the rebellion is starting officially. Mothma and Luthen. Okay. Right. So those three. There's other characters too that helped. They are part of it. You have people who turned, and then you have characters that are trying to rank up. Mm. Now, granted, I the only thing I do have a gripe with it is that. You have females of power in the Empire. They did this also in, the, in Obi Wan. Like that also did it in Rogue One, didn't they? Not in the Empire. No, it was Mandalorian. Who's a female in the Empire? Um, the, no, there was a couple of episodes where they all have like uh, of the Empire. In, in the Empire, yeah. Uh, who, who? Do I have to remember their name? They they were like characters that would show up and then they were tossed away. Well, the, no, the thing is, I don't. I, the reason why I don't like it. And it's not about um, you know machismo, what have you, or anti-feminism. Is that in the original source? In the original source, there was no female commanders or people of power in that aspect. It was just men, and the arrogance of men. So I would like that for Andor and other films to have that. They like just stay true to that source, and just don't have females of power. Be it showing the ignorance and arrogance of man in the empire. And I would have been happy. Now, I understand there's women in the rebellion because you need anyone and everyone you can help cause. Mm-hmm. Right? Fight for the cause. Excuse me. That I understand. You try to get any source you, you uh, possible. With that, I just I would just love to see because I, I don't believe that an empire as based off Hitler or something like that had female in high ranks. Now, they may have female that influenced that may have happened. I didn't have anyone that's a female that's a general or a major. That's my only gripe with Endor and other Star Wars stories that have women in power, like at least favorite in Obi-Wan. Mainly do because they the premise of Obi-Wan and and Leia knowing each other is stupid. They just they just ruined the like the first ten minutes of New Hope, where Leia shows up on the R2T2's screen thing. Telegram, saying, hoping Obi Wan, you're my only hope. You fought with my father in the Clone Wars, blah, blah, blah. So it was like, I understand they try to fix it. And there's another thing about like these prequel series. They try to answer everything that doesn't need to be answered. Like um, um, Vader and Obi Wan meeting and stuff like that. And then Anakin or Vader is the one that actually said, I, you didn't kill Anakin, I killed him. And then, then they had to fight. Twice now, it would have been better if they fought once. In the fight twice in that series, 
it made no sense. It, it, it defeated the purpose. And they missed the perfect opportunity if they're going to have the fight. Is that when Vader was on the higher ground, Obi-Wan at the last fight scene, that he didn't say, no, I have the higher ground, Obi-Wan. He didn't say that. Vader's not that. But <laughs> yes, he is, though. He is that petty. That's the thing. He is vain. He is full of ego. He was in the episode two, episode three, episode four. You know, he was petty. I'm sorry. That series is I mean, Also, there's a scene where, like, Obi-Wan is rescuing Leia in that chamber, dark room, the blackout room. Okay, yeah. Right? And he shows up, he pops up, like any surprise that he hits the stormtroopers like he's swinging a bat, meaning bounces. Yeah. Lightsabers don't bounce. But he doesn't hit them with the lightsaber. He does. Oh, the, uh, yeah, I'm thinking in the hallway. No, no, that one is like an empty hand. But you know, he swings and he bounces off like he's in a, a shield or a body like through the back. That lightsaber is supposed to cut through. Yeah. So, like things of that nature, which I, he didn't pay attention to it. And also that comedian. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He also played on. Right. I'm, 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 I'm sorry that I don't remember his name. They don't show him why he turned. He was in it for the money, right? And he was scheming people. To, and he sees Obi-Wan, I'm here to help you. Like, no, no. Uh, they, they told him, like, that guy's actually a Jedi because he's a real thing. Or, like, no. He was convinced, like, after, like, meeting Obi-Wan. Right. But he was also, a, he charged people, like, so much that I doesn't do that. I understand that. So he, was, he was I mean, right, but I'm just saying he knew he was a Jedi. Yeah, I mean he took advantage of people, but they still got what they wanted. Right, I understand that. I'm just saying he knew he was a Jedi when he was done. Obi Wan uh, finished meeting him, and then he says, "Wait a minute, he's wanted." Oh, so you would think that he would go and try to get him to get more money. Yeah, he's like, "I want to help." He didn't get why Tomorrow. he wanted to help the Jedi. Jedi. But I like that. And yeah, in general, like he just changed. Like he was a bad, he was a, not a bad guy, but he was a bad guy. And he was like, I want to help. And then you have like Inquisitors dying left and right, but yet to live. It's like, so you get stabbed through the chest, through the spine, you live. You're okay. You don't, yeah. So like, why would you be a Jedi? If you, if, if you're going to be a, I'd rather be Sith. I'm never going to die. Well, I mean, funny enough, that's how the Sith is. Like, the, that's a lot of Sith lords and like. No, but the thing is, like, that only happened when Darth Maul, because in the books, be it canon or legends, you died, you stayed dead. You know, you don't come back. There was one that was like uh, a Jedi that turned Sith Lord, actually practiced both, and and then then mm -hmm. there was uh, the Palpatine's trainer, Master Master, was like the closest to mastering because their their end goal was immortality. So there was others. Right. And then in one of the games, there was one that was like, he was one of the but it, but the thing is like, why then ever be a Jedi if it's longer and you're a Sith? I mean, granted, for Rise of Skywalker, Palpatine, which makes no sense that they say he's a clone, and that makes no sense that that Palpatine is a clone of the original. If you're a clone, you're, you don't have nails like shredded or your fingers deteriorated. Your skin is not destroyed because of what Mace Windu did. If you're a clone of the original source, you'll be a Palpatine. You'll be the Senator Palpatine. Better skin, fingers all 
intact. It's the one that... That's supposed to be a clone. I thought that was the real deal. No. They say that's a, that's the clone, which makes no damn sense. That, and like in post, like someone afterwards said that was a clone? That, that, so I think J.J. Abrams. I was like the one successful... The Snook is supposed to be the clone. failed yeah, yeah, yeah. clones. Oh, J.J. Abrams spoke out of He didn't. That, that ruins it even more for me. It makes no sense at all. Anyway. Any, we're, we're, so, we're, we're going, yeah, see, now we're into our nitty-gritty that we're talking more. So, I was at a Jedi. was oh, definitely better than Obi-Wan. But again, it's a, ser- a thing. Like, we don't need to know the origin of every single character of Star Wars universe. I'm okay, Count Dooku, just being evil, that he was a Jedi that turned to the Sith or went to join Palpatine. I'm okay that I don't need to learn all that stuff. I don't need to know about uh, Ahsoka. And, and or or seeing a scene that was later than that was the parts that I was saying I agree with you on like Ahsoka's portion of that I did not this is the part that I would differ on I Dooku's part more I like that actor and I thought it was interesting it, you could actor just or character because the actor is dead character uh, the, original, <laughs> the original actor of who played Count Dooku exactly and then but the character also enjoy and. I just like how they did that. But if it was just that by itself, I would have been happier. But yeah. every time they went back to Ahsoka, who is a great character, it takes you away from the other parts. And it's less focused, and you're like, why are we watching two? Which they don't even intertwine. You have one person that's turning dark. You have one person that... Anything. It's becoming a Jedi, like like but the the training scene, her and the other, like a whole episode. That was all done to explain the action scene that they added in Clone the Wars. Clone Wars, which they could have just. It didn't. Need, it wasn't needed. Like they could have just put that in Clone Wars, right? So that's why I'm like, and eh, okay, but it beats out Obi Wan. Okay, so we now we're gonna go back to our series review because we did forget Wednesday. Wednesday to me, I, I make a correction or amendment. I'll still say the best series is Cobra Kai, strictly because of nostalgia. The surprise was Wednesday. I love the I love the fact on many levels. I love it that it, because of um, made it more Latin family, the father, the brother, sister, Latin, the uncle, Latin, the mother. She, She's, she could pass as Latin, but she's not. She's she's white. She's um, European. Oh, I'm okay with that. And I love that factor. And the dynamic of like a Scooby-Doo, Nancy Drew, Murder, She Wrote, and a blend with the Adams Family and the focus of Wednesday. I like that. But what about you? In the, sense of- uh, the voice is still going to be my favorite. Um, it, I'll have to amend too. Wednesday was a surprise. Went into it not thinking it was going to be much, and I ended up binging it in the same day. The mystery factor and the way that the portrayal of Wednesday just all worked. Excellent show. But now DC. DC, for this year, for what we saw, the category is is small as well. You have Black Adam, Super Pets, those two movies. And you also have Batman Unburied, which is actually a podcast. As well as Salmon, which is currently streaming on Netflix. So, out of the two series, <laughs> no, it is hard. It's harder when you have two. Well, yeah, but they're both good in their own right. So, and they're uh, like, well, 
and they both have uh, so here's the thing i will say for me surprise was batman because okay. I, I i didn't think that okay. a podcast would be as entertaining was or because it, it's not like a podcast you know where people are just talking like we do it's a podcast like show like it seems like a legitimate show right that you're just having running in the background that was actually really good and i would definitely listen to it sandman you know everybody most people have heard of sandman as up seller and they know about the comic the graphic novel so i was anticipating that i wasn't what about you which one's the surprise for you well batman i'm buried i did like more than salmon i like well the thing is like i also liked about it like it's kind of creepy especially in the beginning yeah don't listen to it in the dark but also love the fact that the main characters the mains the heroes and like the, they're not white. The actors. Like the yeah, the actors. You know, you have uh, the same actor who played M'Baku in the Black Panther. He's Batman. That was him? Yeah. Oh. So, like, the, like the, the Wayne family are black. They have Latinos in there. It's, like, very few white people in this series. Now, nothing that wrong with white, but it just breaks that stereotype. I mean, they, when you're listening to it, you don't really. Well, no, that, unless someone has a severe accent. Well, that's not true. Yes, because the thing is, some of the actors, like the one who plays Thomas Wayne, his voice is super noticeable. Was Ariel was Dawson? Sandman for me, I got lost. It started off really well, and then if you're not a diehard ba- uh, Sandman fan, or get bored, because yeah. it was like it was being back to back, continuous, and then it starts jumping best friend and then to now I, I did like the fact that and that brought it to my attention that a lot of these characters due to copyright they couldn't give out their real name or their superhero name that'd be like this that and then you had to know like the son of hawkman and hawk girl you had the, the daughter of wonder woman you have the son who also played in wonder woman the Ares, and i forgot i had forgotten all that this yeah but anyway you have that factor. So that was kind of cool. But again, like you had to be a diehard fan to really appreciate what was being on display. There's a lot of deep cuts on the show. They, um, and it actually, the, a lot of scenes are verbatim from the book. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I never read the book. Still, the book. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they're doing any season. I think they are. Okay. I think they are. I thought, I thought they changed their, like, Netflix. Maybe. Maybe. But then the thing is, after the series came out, because Netflix gives you everything all at once, but then at the time after our initial review, they had a, they put out, out another episode. They did uh, it was yeah. more animation. Yeah, so it was like that one was like one was short stories, right? And it wasn't really needed. I don't know why they put it there or found the need. But uh, okay, so was that your worst? Yeah, I was. I mean, because I was I couldn't follow. And it was jumping to a point where there's just jumping around. They said that's it's like that in the books too. It it is that I do know. So I was like, like I, uh, I didn't catch up to a point where I am familiar with like the flow of the story. I talked to people; they're like, mm-hmm. it's very similar. It will jump. Uh, actually, for me, Sam, it was my favorite. Good. Move on. All right, now you have two DC movies: DC Super Pets and Black Adam. I'm gonna say right now, my best and favorite was of these two was Super Pets. My least favorite was Black Adam. Black Adam is trash. In comparison to Super Pets, and also compared to a lot of the DCU, both are not DCU movies. One is, 
the one that's just another like an Elseworld, focusing on the pet aspect. And that was more entertaining. And I like the fact that they, at the end of the Super Pets, you have Mio appearance. Pretty much how like how the cameo appearance in End of Black Adam, in the way that he yeah. comes out from the shadows or from the sky and then shows up and and there's some talk and of Black Adam and the and his dog, and mm-hmm. both voiced by Rock, which is also the voice of Crypto. I was like, how big was the paycheck? I hope it was good. Well, yeah, he did a better job in this than he did in Black Adam. Black Adam was, uh, for, for something that was 15 years in the making, with one of the most basic storylines. And I told you this recently that I saw this story before somewhere. Couldn't pinpoint it until it just dawned on me that the story of Black Adam, the premise of the film, is pretty much not carbon copy, but copy of the crow. Yeah. You did, you did tell me that recently. Right. The thing is that the story of the Black Adam is told by the eyes of a young skateboarder. He has a single mom and he tries to help out the hero of the story or the here the anti villain. And also Terminator Two. It could be the, it's the same thing. Terminator Two as well. Told by John, no, it's not told by John Connor. Told by Sarah Connor. But you have a kid befriending the anti-hero or the hero that will be. And in The Crow, you have a girl on the story through her eyes. And she's also a skateboarder. And then you have the cop trying to find The Crow. And the cop represents the GSA in the sense of trying to not have him kill the bad guys. And the hypocrisy, oh, we don't kill. And we know the heroes in DCU they all kill. kill. And many cops kill on purpose or accidental. That's why I think Black Adam was... I mean, I, I, even it's on HBO Max, and I'm like afraid to watch it again. There's so many unnecessary characters. It was, and it goes to, what, what are you? Uh, favorite surprise is that's... Um, mm-hmm. I went in like, it's going to be okay. And it was very good. And Black Adam, of the two, is going to be the worst. I wouldn't... Of all DC movies and whatnot, it's not going to be as low on my course, but, uh, you know. Right, it's, it's low. It, it's. I mean, I'm wearing the Black Adam hoodie, and I find this jacket, this hoodie, far better than the damn movie. Uh, anyways, of the two, Super Pets is a fantastic film. It's a surprise. It's enjoyable. It's uh, got comedy, got the action, got a little bit of everything. You can be an adult and, and enjoy the Black Adam. It was lackluster in some areas. It's very cliche. And um, it, it was good in some points, but it, where it lacked is where it, it really showed. So, and, and this is coming from us being like super combo fans of Black Adam. We could be better, but there's like a storyline in World War Three, Black Adam, and that's fantastic. If they use the premise of World War Three, well, that concept or that like well yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be exactly like that but yes have that but used as the as the source influence or to tell the story of uh and play how vicious he is and how evil he can be to you know or what he'll do to people to serve his purpose yeah they didn't show that here they didn't show that at all and it's just a damn shame because the thing is black adam is a villain he is Shazam's arch enemy and they should have had Shazam show up at the 
after credit scene, they should have used him instead of using soups. I would love to have a prequel of really going deep in the sense of back then why he was locked in, why was he set in the prison. And then yeah, that, the, that would have made more sense. And then have at the end him and Shazam they solve, and then that could be the start for the Shazam sequel. Even though now they're going to do something else with the Shazam sequel, but that would have been a perfect lead or segue into the Shazam, the Black Adam, and they did not. They just like I mean, technically rock. speaking, like what you just described would have been great as a prequel. You could take no, the, this same movie we just watched, Black Adam, set it as a prequel. Still would have Doctor Fate. You would still have Carter Hall because their characters. Yes, yeah, they, and then you throw in a couple other characters to substitute for the ones that they had, and the movie would still be good and just make it a little bit more brutal to represent what Black Adam is about. Right. I'm just saying, like he could have, they could have had like fast forward, like he breaks out somehow, he is free from the prison. I mean, also another great source of that is the Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam. Yeah, we also referenced that yeah. in our review. That Watch was, our review. That was a perfect display of power and mindset of Black Adam. Yep. Our last category, we're going to break it down because it's a lot. Marvel came out swinging this year. So for our movies, well, a lot of it was also throwback in preparation for movies released. We did reviews on all the Thors 1, 2, 3, and 4, America's Civil War. And then we did a review of Black Panther. And this may be just because it came out. I'm going to put Wakanda forever. Yes, Wakanda was a surprise. Least favorite was the original Thor. Original Thor. I've never really liked the original Thor. Um, I am of the rare category where I liked Dark World more than I liked Thor. Okay. For me, the surprise one was Thor Ragnarok. It hit so many right points. It, okay. it's, it, it hit stuff out of the park. So I was surprised because how the original Thor was, how Thor the Dark World was, you didn't expect to be like such a different variation or a different version or interpretation of Thor. So I yeah. that's what I like about this one. It does it does take that change or direction. My best one, my favorite one, is at the America Civil War. The reason why is because you have the story of, of how the Kovia Accords comes about where people have now heroes. You want to be your hero, you gotta give up your identity. You have the debut of Black Panther. Made beautifully by the late Chadwick Boseman Spider-Man. and Spider-Man, yes. But the, the the how Black Panther was, or how Black Panther appeared, his martial arts and all this stuff was so accurate and such a pleasure to see that I don't think others can come close of these categories. Now, my least favorite, I'm sorry, Black Panther, in, in regards of what we saw in Captain America Civil War. Yeah, I'm yes, actually it was, surprised you didn't choose Thor 4. I remember you. Hard time with it. But I do like Love and Thunder. There are some faults with it, but in the sense of like it just continuing, where I felt like how the Black Panther in Civil War is a drastic change in Black Panther, in my opinion. Okay. Now, I'm, and I'm talking about from the aspect of martial arts and how he was received in Civil War, like very stoic, very proud and stuff like that. You're, now, granted, yes, he's among his people. So when you're among your own, you're more relaxed. I just felt, and it was just too CGI. Too CGI. It just took me away from the elephants or the rhinos and then the underground fight scene and then the, the head, the helmet coming off and on. And, and then the Lion King aspect you have there with the, going into the 
the Panther world. And mm-hmm. to me, it was just, uh, now that being said, I do find Wakanda forever are better than this. Yeah. Oh, they are they, better they than this. Sound like they listen. So now our last category, still Marvel. We have Ms. Marvel, Werewolf by Night, She-Hulk, and Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Now, two of them are actual series in the sense of episodic, and two of them are one-shots. Is now the new thing with Disney and Marvel, a special presentation, a very old-school kind of thing that we used to watch back in the early 80s. Yes. Like a special presentation thing, and either a movie or a one-episode thing for the season, which was your fave, least fave, and surprise. surprise. Definitely Werewolf by Night. Um, okay. So that one caught me off guard. Least fave, I am going to go with the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Uh, favorites, I am going to say Ms. Marvel. I And I say favorite because it's, as a whole, a really good show. It had good music. Mm-hmm. It had a theme behind it. It set future for the MCU. Um, not just for a series. It was an overall entertaining show to watch, even though it's like a sub-character that Honestly, a lot of people don't know. And so you can catch it up really well. And this is coming from a guy that, that I defended, She-Hulk. A World of One Night was really good as a support. Uh, or viewing. I have to agree with that. Prize was World of One Night. We didn't expect it. It had a little a horror aspect, but it also had that you know, homage to old black and whites, like Werewolf, Dracula, and Frankenstein. And it was all done in black and white, too. So it gave you that. And it wasn't that much. It wasn't really scary. It was in time of the Halloween, so and they had that yeah. they showed us Man Thing. There was there's the debut of Man Thing as well. Yeah, and I didn't know about Man Things. And you know, Werewolf by Night. We're familiar with Werewolf by Night due to if you watched Moon Knight, and then you downloaded the QR codes, you'll see that Moon Knight's debut in Marvel was on the Werewolf by Night. Now, granted, it was different, different scenario, different type of Moon Knight. It was more like a hitman that was given costume who hired him now my least surprise or my least favorite is she-hulk i'm sorry i it was painful to watch Kimberly thought it was painful to watch now the girl who played well not not she-hulk necessarily she-hulk but also walters she's a good actress mm-hmm. she is she, she has some lines here and there that she just dropped it hard and it was good as a whole no the only part i did like that was really good is though is Hong and madison madison with a y that was a surprise. Right. Now, now, that for me was, I will, I will watch a separate show of Wong and Madison. I will watch <laughs> the a two separate new show. Best, uh, the two, uh, the brand new besties. I have to say also, Ms. Marvel was awesome too. I like the fact that you have a person of a different ethnicity. It's not your traditional white or black hero. Yeah. You have a different a Pakistani. And you see her, how she's dealing with the powers and how it's affected and how, and it's also since the merger of Fox, it's the first dimension mutants, the word mutant. Yeah, true. And they played the little song too. They played a little bit of the X-Men song in it as well. So you have that attachment. Now overall, yeah, the actions when they were there, the, the, the Knife Clan or the, whoever they were, I forgot the names of the... The Clintar? No. Oh, the, the, the red, yeah. I want to call them oh, red, red hoods. It's not red hoods. Yeah, red hoods. But, barbs? I don't know. But when they had action there, that was good as well. That balance. I mean, comedy was there also. Yeah. Intrigue some. Drama. Drama, yes. Love. There was a little bit of a th- uh, love triangle. Or, or, or romance, yes. Romance triangle. So it was balanced. For, I mean, I know people did not like it because there was a female also getting powers and it was 
all this lovey But like Spider-Man, you're seeing it through teenagers' eyes. Yeah. Similarity, but of a male, it's a female. And it goes more in depth than it does with Peter Parker. That's my favorite of the series, the second half of 2022. Now, coming for 2023, our year review is going to be a lot longer and hopefully a lot more. And then I'm, ho- I'm hopeful that we can get more anime reviews. I know you're a huge fan of anime. I used to be big, but it's, it's just so hard to view what's out there. I have not a nine to five job, nine to five. Not, yeah, I don't have a nine to five job. You do. I definitely do. But I'm always back and forth. And since I'm editing all this stuff, it takes time. I'm still learning how to make it faster and cleaner and more entertainment or more enjoyable for you guys. It's tough. And for those who are members, be it listening or watching, we thank you. Thank you for being with us. We're only a year and a half in, and we're hoping to make better content for you guys. Let us know from the categories that we mentioned, what was your favorite? What was your surprise? What was your least favorite? We would like to know. As always, please hit us up at talesofthebros at gmail.com if you would like us to review one of your favorite shows movies we'll check it out and give a review and we'll give you a shout out all right until next time we'll be the next time i'm angel don happy holidays and happy new year guys 